Welcome to Biz Takeouts, Biz Community's sound bite-sized business news to go. I'm your host, Retendo Nyamuda, and today we're recording live from AfricaCom 2019. Coming up on the Takeouts menu, Warner Media Senior Vice President for Southern Europe and Africa, Jaime Ondarza. It's time for Biz Takeouts. The expansion, or should I say the footprint, of Warner Media in Africa is incredible. How has it developed over the last couple of years? What are the, some of the changes that you've implemented? When, when we started, uh, my team and I started working uh, in Africa, we already had uh, Cartoon Network and Boomerang distributors, and we had a movie channel called TCM, which was not very big, frankly. And uh, thanks to the talent of my teams, we managed to kind of transformed the business. Cartoon Network and Boomerang were already successful, but they became even more successful. We launched uh, uh, two more kids channels, Toonami, which is an action-adventure superhero channel. You know that we have in our World Media Library all the DC comics, plus we acquire a lot of anime from Japan, so they, they, they feel Toonami. And Boeing, which is a general entertainment channel for kids, that we had launched in Italy, Spain, and France. It is the number one channel in Italy and in Spain, so we wanted to launch for African audience as well. And in the general entertainment space, we have transformed TCM into TNT, and the result was very, very good for us, and we are very pleased because the relationship with the African audience is very much rewarding us because the channel that was performing uh, so-so is now a top channel in, in South Africa and also in the rest of Africa. So we have a good rating success. On top of all these entertainment channels, we also have CNN, that keeps being the number one news channel. And uh, our colleagues at CNN invest a lot on both global news, as you know, and some African productions for African viewers and also for African investors, because the economy is growing here and CNN is one of their favorite media. I have to say, for, for us, Africa is is such an exciting market because yeah. people love our brands. They, we are, for some reason, we, we are so much sympathetic with, with the African audience that they, they give us a, a lot of positive return in terms of audience uh, perception, all the studies we do give us very great results, but also they stimulate us to do more. And this is why we are investing more and more to become Without losing our, our DNA, well, of course we have a lot of global content, we are global brands, but we are global and local. And we, we are investing more and more to, to your previous question on what we did in the last two years, I would say also in the last three to five years, is investing more and more in, in getting synchrony with the, with the local audience, uh, giving a local voice to the channels, uh, also scouting local talents for local content. This is the next, I would say, the next deal that, I, that, that we really want to have, to have more original content coming out of Africa. Of course, it will not be a predominant part because we, we, we have studios in the US, but, but as we did in other parts of the world, we want to find talent wherever it is. You've spoken about transformation, how your business is transforming at the moment. Uh, when it comes to, I would say, traditional forms of content, even in Africa, we've received a lot of Western content. There's been a, a strong Western focus. As you mentioned about transformation, what are you currently doing to kind of enhance or implement more African localized content? 
Well, a, go a good example of it is the production that we have started for Cartoon Network, uh, where we invested in some production in South Africa. Uh, we not only buy some content for our channel, which is not uh, only composed by American or international Western content, but now also some African content, and also we started producing uh, some content locally. A very interesting project that uh, we do, and uh, I'm very enthusiastic about it, is the Cartoon Network Creative Lab. We uh, know that there are big talents here, so we ask people to send us projects. It's li literally a laboratory of, of creativity, and uh, we receive projects. We help the young talents here in developing these projects, and then uh, some of them uh, will be developed in a pilot, uh, and uh, we hope that a few of them will become a series for Cartoon Network, and not necessarily only for Cartoon Network in Africa. So we are now active, for example, we have selected, I think, three projects, right? Three projects, one is from South Africa, one is from Kenya, uh, and one is from Nigeria. And uh, I believe that a couple of them will become uh, a series, maybe the three of them can become a series for us uh, in the relatively short how does animation look in Africa? Because there are a number of African countries, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, South Africa, who all have very distinguished or distinctive methods of creating animated content. You're talking about this, how this all needs to still feed into the DNA of a cartoon network. So how are you managing on balancing the two? Well, first of all, I, I, what I would say is that regardless the specificity of the countries, Animation has something incredibly good, which is in line with kids' mentality. And it is going beyond the borders, beyond cultural bias. Uh, yes, you can be French, American, Nigerian, or South African, but when you are a kid, your spirit is much more free. So if you go back to the tradition, you can watch Scooby-Doo, and would you say Scooby-Doo is an American dog? No. <laughs> Not really, right? Yeah. Tom and Jerry are a cat and a mouse that come from California, or just the, the, the cat and the mouse that could be two siblings in any family in South Africa, in Italy, or in Japan. This is the quintessential spirit of uh, animation. Animation is also from a technique standpoint is larger than life, is, is different. You, you don't have the limits in your imagination that you have with live action. And you, you are not so limited on culture, language, race. It's basically very much in line with, because we are in South Africa, with some of the principles that this country really champion, which is the, the rainbow nation concept. In, in our cartoons, since the very old times when you had, for example, cow and chicken, you have a, a cow and a chicken, they are siblings. How can it be? I mean, a, a human being wouldn't understand it. Uh, but a specific human being, which is a, a kid, not only can understand, but is exactly what he thinks, is we don't need to be all the same. Diversity is a value. And uh, this makes 
this audience more open to cultural diversity. So I don't think it would be a problem if we create a series in Nigeria or in South Africa to make it travel. Of course, you can have content that is very, very much local specific, but if you, are, you have this open mind attitude and this imaginative approach, uh, your story can travel. But then I would want to ask you on the voicing of the animations, because a lot of the cartoons you've spoken about, do you have a, an American voice or at the very least a British voice? We've never really heard African dialects or an African accent, a Nigerian accent, a Kenyan accent, a Rwandan accent. Is that something in terms of the way the cartoons sound? Is that something you'd be looking into? Why not? I think, uh, for example, we have, uh, uh, I think it was Ben 10, correct me if I'm wrong, which was dubbed in, in local languages here in South Africa. Uh, the kids wouldn't expect Ben 10 to have an American accent rather than a, a South African accent or speaking Cosa uh, uh, or Italian. Uh, uh, it's just a boy, so why not? Uh, I mean, there, there must be a reason for, that makes sense for the story, but I don't see this as, a, as an obstacle. Actually, it can be a benefit because it can create more proximity with the audience. You've spoken a lot about like localizing and having you know, a centered focus on Africa, um, transformation, diversity. Are you finding any challenges along the way of this journey that you guys are now taking? I wouldn't say a challenge. Maybe I'm, I can sound a bit too optimistic, but, but you know, each time I come to this country, I, I go back home with more energy and enthusiasm. Uh, i give you an example. When we made the, the Powerful Girls, Powerful Girls Award, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but <laughs> were, were you in Johannesburg when we gave the award? No. To me, it was such an amazing experience because what we wanted to do in that case is let's translate the value of girl power, empowerment of, of girls that is one of the basic values of our series, The Power of Girls. Let's translate it into something that makes sense for the African audience. And we, we decided to do this initiative. It's not really related to the channel or to the audience. It's just uh, proposing to African girls, why don't you, propose, you present your ideas and your project in any field. It can be art, can be technology, science, whatever, that... Uh, gives the possibility to you as a girl to have an impact on, 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 on the society, on, on the culture, on the future of this planet. And, uh, and we received plenty of ideas, great, exciting projects, and then we, we gave the, the Powerful Girls Award to three girls uh, from different countries in Africa. We made the ceremony in, uh, in Johannesburg, and the percep perception we had is that the return from the audience was so amazing that I rarely saw it in other countries. It's, it's, uh, it's very unique to, to Africa, the enthusiasm and the desire to change the world. It's like if the eyes of these people here are like fresher, like uh, they, they are young, they want to do something and to have an impact, especially girls. Uh, so I, I think for us, I see more opportunities than challenges. What are your outtakes? I mean, obviously we're here at AfricaCom 2019. What has your experience been and what are you looking mo most forward to in the coming years? Well, I think uh, we are here in Africa to stay 
for long. And what I see is, uh, is a continent where there is a big desire for good content, uh, and we, are, we have the good content, and we have the desire of investing to having even more content, also local content. Uh, so we, we see this continent as a land of opportunity. We, we really believe it makes sense for us to invest here, and we keep investing here in South Africa and in the rest of Africa. And that's a wrap on today's show. Biz Takeouts. Take it where you like it, when you like it, how you like it.